Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Hello, everyone. Shabbat Shalom, and welcome to another episode of your Shabbat devotional, Devakut. Now, today is going to be a little bit of a departure um, because I'm going to do more of a commentary on the importance of the Word of God as we begin to wage war not only against the things in our lives, but just at a daily warfare against the enemy and those things that he uses to come against us. Now, those of you who know me know that I am a very big um, Civil War uh, historian And so kind of a minor historian, but um, studying the Civil War like I have, there was a particular incident that I found, I always find very, very um, peculiar. And I, and I see how it certainly can relate to um, the life of any believer, even then or now or whatever. And it, and it happened, it was a letter that was written from George B. McClellan. He was the commander of the Army of the Potomac at the time. This is about four days before the Battle of Gettysburg. And to set the background, um, while they were uh, the Army of the um, Army of the Potomac, while they were marching towards Antietam, a sergeant found wrapped in a stack of cigars. Um, what turned out to be General Lee's battle plans that they would engage um, later on at Antietam. Now, it was called General Order Number 191, or you could Google it, it's Lee's Lost Order. Okay, and it obviously made its way up to the chain of command, and it came to, of course, Major General George McClellan. And he writes the following to... President Lincoln, and he, he, this is on September 13th, 1862 at 11 p.m., okay, he writes, I have the whole rebel force in front of me, but I'm confident and no time shall be lost. I have a difficult task to perform, but with God's blessings will accomplish it. I think Lee has made a gross mistake and that he will be severe, and for that he will be severely punished. The army is in motion as rapidly as possible. I hope for a great success if the plans of the rebels remain unchanged. We have possession of Catoctin. Uh, I have all the plans of the rebels and will catch them in their own trap if my men are equal to the emergency. I now feel that I can count on them as of old. All forces of Pennsylvania should be placed to cooperate at Chambersburg. My respects to Mrs. Lincoln, received most enthusiastically by the ladies, will send you trophies. All well and with God's blessings will accomplish it. George B. McClellan. Now, understand the importance of what was written. Okay? McClellan had General Lee's movements and battle plan to draw him in and defeat him. It was one of only two times that the Army Northern Virginia were able to cross the Potomac and get into Northern Territory, the second, of course, being Gettysburg. 
So on the morning of the battle, of the Battle of Antietam, McClellan was able to mirror Lee's movements brilliantly. Okay? And when it was time to put in the final strike, and the end of the war could have happened. So throughout the day, McClellan was meeting Lee and he was beating Lee. And then when it was time to end, it could have ended at that moment, right? McClellan stopped. And historians have debated. There are several reasons why he stopped, but but the biggest reason that he um, stopped when he wrote letter, especially when he wrote later to Abraham Lincoln, the reason he stopped was because he did not believe the plan. Can you believe it? He didn't believe what he had in his hand. He thought that General Lee didn't understand his troops, that he had more troops than he thought. So by stopping the way he did, General Lee was allowed to bring his troops online. And in a fury, um, McClellan finally defeated General Lee at the Battle of Antietam, which we know as the bloodiest battle in the American Civil War. So what's interesting is when Lincoln finds out, right, when, when McClellan sends a telegraph or, or a, actually a rider in this case to Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln finds out that he didn't pursue Lee across, back across the Potomac, that he allowed Lee to, meet, to move and that he didn't attack before Lee got online because he hesitated out of fear. Lincoln laid it, waited, of course, and then removed him from command for what he had done at Antietam. And, and, and it reminds me of the parable of the rich man, the rich man and the talents. You see, God gives us talents to use. And if we don't use them, he removes them. And what's interesting to me is when we look at this story with General Lee and McClellan during the American Civil War, the battle could have ended right then and there and it would have been over and two more years of suffering and bloodshed and all of that would have ended. Because right after this battle, understand that that is when Abraham Lincoln issued illegally, but it still stood, the Emancipation Proclamation setting slaves free within the northern states. So that if slaves were able to escape to the north, they would be freed. There's a lot more to it. Yes, eventually it was slaves all over the United States of America, but there was more written in it that we are told about. But the bottom line, it was a, it was a battle of freedom. So I think about Jesus' parable and I think about God as Abraham Lincoln for a moment. Because what happens is Hashem gives us the battle plan. He tells us exactly what Satan's going to do, how he's going to do it, when he's going to do it, and what it's going to look like. He tells us about how to use our armor. He tells us how to stand up in faith. He really does give us everything we need to know about our enemy, 
what he can look like, and where he can strike from. You see, God lays out the victory that we can have if we choose to have it. He lays out the strengths and weaknesses, not only of ourselves, but of our enemy. And the word of God lays out the enemy's battle plan against us, right? It tells us how to have victory, how to fight, and who or whom to depend on. What do we have to do? We have to read it, study it, but the biggest thing here is we have to believe it. You see, McClellan read it, studied it, mirrored it, did everything right. And at that moment, when he could have ended, fear entered in and he chose not to believe the battle plan. And I think that is a big thing that happens with with Christians today. We choose not to believe the battle plan. Whether it be because it's uncomfortable, whether it be because we just don't want to put the effort in, um, or more importantly, something happens between the years. You see, we get stubborn. We just don't want to learn. It's easier to just maintain a status quo. In this particular case, it was fear. And I know... I think every Christian on the planet, every human being is going to battle fear. I mean, you know, it's unpopular to say, but Jesus battled fear in Gethsemane. So in these moments where we are on the, on the verge of victory, we need to believe that God has given us the solution. I'm reminded of the, I, I'm reminded of, you know, in scripture where it says, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And in this particular place, if McClellan had believed and helped and asked God, help my unbelief, because as you read in his letter, he was referring to God and that God is going to bless us and God is going to lead us and we're going to have victory um, and it's all going to be with God's blessing if he will, if, and we'll accomplish it. But at that moment, he chose not only not to believe the battle plans, but he didn't believe his own words and he didn't believe in God himself at that moment. And he chose out of fear to turn away. And it's something, and it's a lesson that history can teach us. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Um, Shabbat Shalom. And um, as always, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you shalom peace. In the precious name of Jesus, our glorious Messiah, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace.